I was uh, I was watching this clip on Instagram um, of Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. She was talking to a young boy, and he had lost a tooth, uh-huh. and he was talking about pulling it out. And it reminded me that when I was a kid, I would the second my teeth cut even a little bit loose, I would like pry them from my head. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I would like just sit in my bedroom and just like yank and yank and like l- literally just pull them before they were really ready to come out. I would just pull them out. With the intent of like, I'm going to yank this motherfucker out? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. See, I would play with my loose tooth, which would then have the effect of loosening it. Yeah. But I don't think I was like, I'm going to get this out. No. I was just like, it's kind of loose. Let me move it around. Did you? Did your family do the tooth fairy thing? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. How much did you get? Two dollars. All right, yeah. Yeah, I think that's about what I got, too. I'm always nervous when I say the amount, because some people got, like, 50 cents. Some, some, yeah, some folks got, like, five got, like, bucks. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like $2 is, like, a good amount. It's definitely privileged, but it's also not, like, crazy. Well, some and people so, um, got, like, $10. Yeah, which that's, is nuts. That's crazy like, talk. Like, I, I, got, I, I got so much unearned money as, as a person living with my parents. <laughs> Tooth Fairy was at least something where it was like, okay, it's two bucks. It's, like, it's, two bu- that's it's a, a little fair, treat. That's a fair deal on a tooth. Um, but yeah, yeah it's I a fair deal. It's a fair exchange for it too. <laughs> yes, Which mother. This is a fair exchange. through the garbage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, right. That's interesting. Does does my mom have my teeth? Huh. I wonder if they have like your first baby tooth somewhere, they like might. a baby, baby baby book, or like the, with like the lock of hair from your first haircut. Yeah, or whatever. they might actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. But all the other ones, garbage. Yo, at 100%. I don't blame them. They're disgusting. Once you pull teeth out, it's like holding your actual tooth in your hand is a weird experience kind of cool and then you're like all right like 10 seconds later you're like okay that was cool i just don't know why i did that it like clearly wasn't for the money i mean what was i doing with two dollars i mean who cares must be the money i think i just had a like and then growing up i you know you like are you like a pimple popper is that like a thing for you Uh, um, like a fixation at all i i will pop my zits but i'm not the kind of person who like get like i'm not the kind of person who like likes those kind of videos or is like mm-hmm, mm. mm-hmm. like my m- my wife and her sisters love those kind of like like there's that whole instagram thing oh, dr yeah. pimple popper yeah and she has a tv and it's show like now barf she has a tv show on that's TLC. just disgusting <laughs> Like it, like uh, no, 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 no. You know what? I, I can, I can totally get it. Actually, I'll get off on my pimple popping. Like I'll look in the mirror and be like, okay, this is kind of satisfying if it's my own. Oh no, I, I, I dig it for for other people too. <laughs> I, I dig it. I, I, yeah, I like to. It's fine. And on top of that, I also am into. Um, this is maybe TMI. I'm so sorry I'm, if this uh, is. I'm gross. about to say. I'm, I'm into like. Um, pedicure videos. Wow. That's yeah. not what I thought that you were going to say. Um, like ingrown nail. Ew. <laughs> so like, you know that black stuff you get on the side, you're like the yeah. dirt? Oh, yeah. You're I into like that. people peeling that shit off? Oh, big time. Mm. <laughs> That's some great A content for you? <laughs> See, for me, I just love like the BuzzFeed tasty stuff. Like oh, whenever yeah. they're like, put some puff pastry over this thing and like it bakes and like it like... Like the time lapse of it in the oven, and like when it crisps now, up, and like see, whatever. That shit is my fire. No, like, I know. Okay, so that's very interesting that you say that. I'm not gonna go deep into this, but you are a Taurus, and that's like a very oh, okay. like Taurus thing is to like find comfort in food and like yeah, like liking to watch like luxurious food or like just comfy Great. looking tasty food being made. It's a very Taurus thing. No, 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 no. What I don't like watching is there was some someone was like, oh my god, nature amazing, and it was this time lapse of um, like a lobster mold. 
revolting. Oh, we've talked about this before. And it made me, I wanted to crawl into, I wanted, I wanted to, to barf. I wanted to pull my eyeballs out. I wanted out. to barf. No, we've talked about, I think yes. we talked about this in, in an earlier podcast. Yes, I think we Simil- have. Because I, Simil- yeah. oh, I think it was whenever the, it was the Mushroom People episode. Because yes. I was talking about a similar, there's a time lapse of like, a fox decaying. Yes. If it's sped up, I don't mind. It's the slowness of the... Oh. It was I don't like the sped up. Yeah, no. For me, it was the slowness. I don't mind if it's like super sped up. It's like, look, oh, right, this right, lobster right. pulls out of its shell. We've and it's like five seconds of it. Yeah. I'm on board. But it was like real time. So it was uh-huh. like, pull, pull, oh. pull. And I was just like, just just get out of the shell. Like that like anticipation of like it's slowly lurching out was like because you knew what was happening huh. but it was so p- slow and you could just like the kind of like I feel that oh it was it was no, so it. viscerally awful I, I don't mind that I prefer that than listen <laughs> I hate to rehash this whole conversation yeah, but <laughs> we'll have to agree to disagree but yeah I don't know where that came I was like oh that little kid pulled his tooth out oh I remember just like prying my teeth out of my head all I can, for what I all, don't know all I can think of is that Parks and Rec scene where Ron is sitting in this in the um, conference room and he's like, "Oh, my tooth!" And like, Ron, you're the nice. Like, no, it's fine. He pulls out a plier and then pulls out, and everyone's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Runs out and he's like, "Dennis pulled it out two days ago. Put it back in." Yeah. Always good to remind your coworkers that you can withstand a lot of pain. Yes. Yes. That's, I fucking yeah, love, I love Ron that. Swanson so much. I was watching Parks and Rec this morning. I was watching the episode where Leslie Nope goes on a blind date with Will Arnett's character. Oh, yeah. They, like, meet up and go on, and he's an MRI tech, and he gives her an MRI. Um, and it's the same episode where Ron's looking for an assistant. He's, like, going yeah. through all those interviews, and it's really miserable. So, gosh, I've, yeah. that show is so funny. I've been watching, I've been rewatching a lot of season four through six, just cycling through, like, yeah. the golden seasons. Oh, yeah. Like, I skipped season one, honestly. Oh, yeah. Trash. Oh, so, yeah. Season one and two. Just, like, start season three, I tell people, and then yeah. just hit the ground running well, with Ben. Well, season two still has Louis C.K. in it, I think. It does. And it has whatever the schmucky guy, like the architect guy. Um. Oh, yes. Um. You mean... What's his name? Well, I know. Who cares? He's gone. He never never is mentioned again. Yeah, that's probably for the best. So. No, no. Yeah, yeah, but who cares about him? And then once yeah. Rob Lowe and, and Rob uh, Lowe. Ben show up... Once Ben Wyatt and Rumble. I love when we we do this in the show too. We'll simultaneously use one. We'll describe one character by the actor's name. Yeah. We're like, so <laughs> Cynthia Nixon talked to Jack Crawford. I know. As I said, Leslie Nope meets Will Arnett. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, how this kid maybe we'll do that a lot too. Well, they'll just talk about like an actor's name and they'll well, talk it's like to the them. First, it's like whatever is most salient in my yes, in yeah, my brain. Exactly. One hundred percent. Um, golly. Speaking of how this get made, the most recent how this get made episode is amazing. It's um the Lifetime movie about um Harry and Meghan. Oh uh, right, I saw a promo Royal. for it. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, it's great. Okay. It's so great. I, I didn't know that June Diane Raphael has some serious takes on Di and the Queen, and I didn't know that there's some, some conspiracy theories on Harry's actual parentage. A lot of people oh. apparently think that um, that Prince Charles or whatever isn't really Harry's dad, that there's some other guy who's really? Prince Harry's dad. There, there, there's some birthering going on, apparently, about oh, that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> God, I love Princess. I listen to, there's so many podcasts that dive into Princess Di's Of course there are. Life and death and, like, the conspiracy around it. Oh, that I eat that shit up. So, What's um, juicier for, like, the millennial, like, true crime conspiracy podcast, John Benet or Princess Di? Uh, Both of them tap into that, like, 90s kids, 
yeah. mystery, unlike you know, you know, not as it seems, kind of innocent. I'm going to have to go with John Bonet only because if we're thinking of people who are sort of our age, yes, John Bonet was sort of our age at that time, like more. I think wow. she was a couple years older than me, maybe. So maybe she was about how your old age. Would you, we need to look this up right now. How old would John Bonet be if she's still alive? Quote unquote, oh, she still is alive. John Wait, did they ever find her body? Uh, we need, we're going to keep looking. <laughs> Guys, listeners, I'm sorry. We're going to solve the JonBenet Ramsey crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was found. I think she her was body found. was okay, found. Okay, she wasn't yeah, one yeah, of those. Yeah. Like She was missing, and then she's always been missing. She, um, she, she was born was in 1990, so she's wow, a year, she's a year younger young, than me. She's a year younger than me. Yeah, so I think, wow. I think that's it. Because that really affected, I think, at least my parents or my maybe your parents. Well, yeah. too, like, like, freaked people out, I think, big time. Oh, yeah. Um, but... I'd say maybe that's the bigger conspiracy, juicy conspiracy, than Princess Di. Then, then Di, okay. Because Di died in what, 97? Yep, 97. So I was like five at that point. I mean, what would I know? I, I was, don't know. I was eight. Wait, you weren't born in 91. Yeah, I was. How, how, how are you saying you were five in 97 and also saying that you were one year... One year younger than John Bonet, we're ninety. My birthday is December twenty. December twenty second. December. Yeah, yeah. Year. Always depends. So only late? depends on when in the exactly. year. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, she died in ninety seven. Yeah. So yeah, because you were three years younger than me. Three, three, three years younger than me in the sense of like academic years younger Correct. than me. Correct. Wait, but you were born in 89? May of eighty nine. So I was young for my year. Oh, okay, okay. That. I'm so glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Listen, so so now you know exactly how old we are, and you'll know that at some point soon we're going to be celebrating my thirtieth. Woo! <laughs> Woo! That should be fun. Um, and you mentioned Zodiac, but that's going to be. I, I'm very excited. You know, we, yeah, um, you're a big. Uh, What's the term? Is zodiac the term, or is it horoscope? Like what? What astrologist? Ha- astrology. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're a big astrology head, and I am intrigued by the whole process. And yeah. I, all I know is like Tauruses are supposed to be like this, but that's like the broadest possible characterization. Yeah. yeah. And nothing about my star chart or what it. Yeah. What any of the specific stuff? So we'll, we'll dig into a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I meant to do that for today's episode, but as usual, I was unprepared. You should have bought a pack so. of tarot cards. That's going to happen at some point. Oh, I already have tarot cards. No, no, I'm saying we should bought one. For the, oh, we yeah. got to do a tarot reading on the tarot, show. I agree, one hundred percent. We're gonna somehow make it visual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hmm. I mean, like make it not, make it so it reads on an audio podcast. Yeah. no, I think that's possible. Okay, Absolutely. great. Yeah, great. Oh, can't wait. I am excited about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> huh. Okay, so a couple before we get started, there, we have a little bit of eating shit um, and and things of that nature. We didn't get any emails or anything like that, but I want to say really. Well, I guess I could, I'll eat shit about this considering I sort of tend to take the lead in this, um, in, in this section of the podcast. When should the we eat, wel- the eat the crew? Oh, sorry. Wait, do you want to kill someone first? No. Should we, when should we welcome everybody oh, to I our name of the show? Okay. Yes. I was thinking like, when do we do this thing? <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? We should just record a welcome that we... No, 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 oh, no. <laughs> we can, but I feel like the vibe of this show is that... We're fucking making this up as we go along. But, like, is that the it. vibe we want to... Listeners, what's the vibe you want? <laughs> what's the, What do you want from us? We serve you. You Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> I, mean, I, say, I don't think that's true. Um, okay, yes. So, welcome to the, the ethical, ethical Butcher. Oh, you sang it. I didn't know that. I would have let you just take the lead. You were going to... Sing song well, it. Well, you know, I just felt like singing it, you know. But you I hear me that. you hear me sing every episode, you know? I had the pipes. And I adore that. Thank you. I look forward to it. I look forward to to talking to you. <sighs> Stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. 
<laughs> no, but like really stop. <laughs> okay, okay. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> I wanted to eat shit for not singing the Eat the Crude song mm-hmm. for the Eat the Crude segment. Yes. Um, totally forgot. To- I mean, again, if you guys listened to the last episode, I was on another level because I just had great. another cup of coffee and it was so late at night and I was feeling like I was feeling like some sort of alien being inside of a body of a human trying to do a podcast. It didn't. It wasn't good. I love. I love this. This is really showing how how domesticated lame we are. Yeah. It was eight thirty at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so late at night. We're up burning the midnight oil. You know. Yeah. Usually eight thirty in in college. That was my peak peak hours for me. That was like. Night is young. Let's get some dinner. Like I'm not even gonna start thinking about doing homework yet. Oh no! I was thinking about that recently. I was like, I can't. That is so far removed yeah. from my rhythms. Yeah. Thought like every piece of that. I would have just woken up from a nap. I would crazy have made yeah. myself a microwave pizza. I would have done like a bong rip already. Also thinking Beautiful. of that like throughout college. How <laughs> my my hey because when you're once you're of age also like things are more much more accessible. But also just yeah. like my like. I remember, like, being scandalized early in my late freshman year, early sophomore year, about someone was like, yeah, I have a study beer. And being like, what? <laughs> and then cut to senior year of co- college, when I'm like, I have a paper to write for, for like, this design class. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> and I'm like, all right. <clears throat> all right. I'm, gonna write this and then I'm like, yeah, time to, make a, time to make a Jack and Coke was like, like my- <laughs> what the? And you just figure it out. And plus, you're like, okay, I see what the stakes are. Yeah, it didn't matter. Honestly, it didn't matter at a certain point. You're like, if I'm going to be sitting here miserable writing this fucking paper on, like, Nietzsche and his, like, most recent... And it's like, whatever. I'm going to have a beer, you know? Yeah. I'm going to make this at least a little bit easier on myself. Um, No, you're so right. Like, we have just gotten older and life has changed. I mean, we're... I fall asleep now so easily. Like, my head hurts at any given moment. Oh, yeah. Just... <laughs> it's funny. Thinking about head hurts. I mean, I've talked about it before in the podcast and um, how I have chronic migraines, always have. And it's so funny how different terminology has different meanings. Societally, stigma, all this kind of stuff. And I know we just did the intro and now we're getting off topic, but who cares? Um, well, welcome to the Welcome to the Ethical Butchers. You're welcome back again. And it's it's funny how only only very recently... Have I kind of acknowledged, acknowledged that or kind of categorized myself as someone living with chronic pain? Yeah. And I think us talking about your you dealing with um, um, why am I having word finding issues? Arthritis. Arthritis. Thank yeah. you. I was like, I know exactly what it is. I had word finding <laughs> issues. Apologies. No. Um, you, you're dealing with arthritis and with chronic pain. And, yeah. you know, I've dealt with migraines all my life. And I don't know why I didn't categorize that as the same kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I thought, like, neuropain is different from bodily pain. Oh, and it's sure. the same kind of thing. It is. And it's just interesting that only recently I'm like, no, I am living with chronic pain. Yeah. That's not something different than what I'm living with. Yeah. And it, 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 whatever. That's oh. off topic, but it's just one of those things that I'm even dealing with. And no, I think that's great. No, I think that's beautiful. I think just any time that we can come to a different understanding of how we identify or the lived experiences that we have and putting words to them and yeah. just sort of coming to those different realizations about ourselves, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And I think there's such a misconception, um, and I actually do this with, with work professionally, a lot when I try and dispel this with people I work with, which is that acceptance is not the same thing as resignation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Accepting something to be true about yourself is not the same thing as saying, well, throwing out my hands, can't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Those two things are often viewed by some people as like, 
I refuse to accept this because then that means I had no other recourse. Well, that's not the case. No. I accept the fact that I have, you know, anxiety problems. I accept the fact that I have chronic migraines. doesn't mean that I can't try and cope with it or do anything about it, but I also accept the fact that, like, this is what I live with. Yeah. And I'm not going to try to ignore it or pretend that it doesn't exist or it's not this thing that is a real part of, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) I was going to say it can help you understand... Not, not, I guess, not your limitations, but it can help you understand sort of where the boundaries of your health and your well-being are. So, like, yeah. if I know that, like, I'm having, I, if I think, okay, I have a chronic illness, chronic pain, I'm having a day where I'm at a probably like a four on a ten scale. Um, you know, what does that mean for how the rest of my day is going to go? How much can I actually put my body through? Whereas yeah. if I was not willing to acknowledge that, I'd be just pushing through and doing whatever I want. And you get to the end of the day and you've completely wrecked yourself. Yeah. You've wrecked your body. You feel like crap. Yeah. Um, where, you know, I feel like, right, coming to terms with things like that, accepting it can help you just feel the boundaries of your own, yeah. like, health better. Like, well, also the, sh- the self-talk aspect. Like, no, I'm not a weak piece of shit for having knowledge this. No. This is a part of my life, and I'm like... Yeah. It's almost like I used to, you know, like, the problem with migraines, and I'm sure for arthritis as well, it's almost like, I sometimes would be like, I wish I just had the flu instead. If yeah. I have a fever, if I'm puking, yeah. no one can ever dispute yeah. that I'm puking. Yeah. Great, you're puking. You're sick. Yep. You yep. are objectively confirmable by somebody else yep. sick. Yeah. No one can dispute that. But yeah. I feel this shitty inside myself, yeah. and I know I do, mm-hmm. yet, sure, I, I cope with it because i got to go to school sometimes, and i got to mm-hmm. do work, and so I can, if I have to, mm-hmm. go to do my things. Yeah. And so because I'm able to sometimes, does that mean I should all the time? When yeah. sometimes, when not other times? And then yeah. you have the thing of like, so then when I'm choosing not to... There's a little voice that goes, are you a piece of shit for choosing this time not to? Oh, yeah. yeah. And are people doubting you? So then, so yeah. then instead of staying an email, I've started recently staying an email saying, hey, I have a migraine. I can't make it. Yeah. I used to be like, I have a migraine. I can't make it. Trying to get out of bed. And then I felt so sick. And blah, blah, blah. I took some meds. And it hadn't worked. Like, so yeah. much explanation. Yeah. Trying to justify it. Yeah. No, I've <laughs> had that precise conversation with myself every single time I have pain and I have to like a couple weeks ago when I had to reschedule with you I was like god like could I push through tonight and do this like yeah sure but like you know well no absolutely I I have that and I've done the same thing in email where I used to go oh yeah I'm just not feeling too well like I tried to get out of bed my ankles are really swollen but I I think if I take some meds and then put my feet up like I could feel better in a little bit and also I'll come in later and da 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 almost trying to get the person to then say no don't worry about it like you give me the chance to get off instead of instead of me proactively yeah. Giving myself yeah. saying, no, I can't do this. I'm not coming in. Exactly. I'm going to describe how sick I am so that you right. say, right. don't bother coming in, Melina. Right. And it's so strange. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you can sort of understand as far as and welcome to talking disabilities, I guess. But um, yeah, I'm, sure you I mean, can, yeah. um, I'm sure you can understand a bit. But like uh, the other day I had to stay home from work because my feet were so swollen I literally could not walk and I had to park so far away I'm sorry that I was like I can't even imagine walking from my car to my building like that's how bad it was the next day I was feeling better and I came in and I felt this like judgment from my coworkers, where it's like you know I was feeling bad yesterday but I don't feel too bad today so I've come in did they doubt that I was ever originally sick or that I felt bad at all Um, and so it's sort of right you start to do that like self-talk where you're like you, were you like you could have come yeah. in if you wanted to like these people don't b- even believe you now like blah blah yeah. blah and then I start hearing those bullshit 
takes about our generation. Like millennials yeah. these days right. just want off days for whatever, whatever, and like all these it's insane, like, in reality, dumb generational takes. Everyone should be taking takes. care of themselves. Yes. If you don't feel good, you need to know what you need to do for your own body if you need to stay home and just yeah. work from home on your laptop and like put your feet up like that's it if yeah. you just need to like not if you need to close yourself in your bedroom close the blinds and like not talk to anyone then like that's what you need to do and if you have a like diagnosed illness disability whatever you are legally like allowed to receive accommodations to like be able to do your work and yeah. Uh, and not get fired because you can't yeah. do something or other due to your yeah. disability or your yeah. illness. You can't use this as an excuse to do nothing, but you have right. to try and make good faith efforts to accommodate it. Yeah. People need to make good faith efforts to accommodate you while yeah. you are also trying to cope with it and work with it. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that I was grappling with this week, actually. you know. So, listeners, we're going to get to uh, shit eating and all that kind of stuff. So, last episode, episode two, Sakuzuki, we, we recorded... Like the day before it dropped. This mm-hmm. we're recording this exact same week, so this is much earlier than when this is going to drop. Mm-hmm. So if you get to us about course of episode two, we don't get to this now. Understand that we're recording this much earlier. Um, mm-hmm. But this whole week, I've been kind of grappling and actually having a really great realization of starting to examine. And this is more from the anxiety piece, a little bit in the migraine piece, but that's more cut and dry in the sense that it, there's more of the le- less of the kind of emotional social aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Mi- Taking before I do an action of like self care or whatever, a choice saying, is this a self care choice or is this a choice that is um, indulging my urge to escape? Mm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, lying in a dark room because mm-hmm. I'm feeling overwhelmed, is this a choice that will make me feel more refreshed afterward? Mm-hmm. Or is this, this a choice that is only indulging this and I'm going to feel like shit afterward because I'm mm-hmm. continuing to to kind of lean into this shittiness? Yep. Yep. And I used to not get the difference. Be like, yeah. no, no, but I need to disengage. And then I would do that and then I'd still feel like an still asshole. Like yeah. Or worse. Yeah. And so I'm starting to kind of try and chisel the difference out. Yeah. Which is why in the morning I've started going for walks. Yeah. This, yeah. this week I started, instead of, I used to be like, I'm going to wake up half an hour earlier, do some yoga and try and do some mindfulness. And that, that hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. And instead, wake up at 6 instead of 6. Like, 6.30 is when I have to take a shower, whatever. We're not going to talk in, like, my morning routine time at time. Give me the but now I get up, minute. my alarm gets off, I get up, put on my shoes, go and just walk around the block in my neighborhood. Just go walk. Listen to the birds at sunrise. Now it's saying springtime. It's starting to be light outside now. Yeah. And, you know, I don't go for a jog, really. I just go for a walk. Yeah. And it's been really nice. That's really great. Yeah. And I was like, because I was like, I personally, I'm a mover. I have a lot of like excess kinetic energy. Yeah. And I can clear my head while moving. Yeah. So let's do that as a starting off for my day. Instead yeah. of kind of laying in bed trying to meditate, which is only kind of feeding that, my mental. For sure. Craziness. For sure. Let, let's go and get, get my body moving and get walking around. I think being you know, honest Put the phone away, about, just go yeah, walking, exactly. listen to the birds and think. And it was, so far it's been a really nice practice. Yeah. I think that's great. I think being honest about what what helps and what hurts and what's yeah, what is like a good faith effort to make yourself yeah. feel better. Yeah. Self care isn't everything. Self care isn't everything, um, and not everything is for everyone. And just sort of figuring out what that means and like yeah, like for instance, I've years have been terrible about taking my medication, mostly out of this like unconscious rebellious thing of like I'm so mad that my like life. And my money and my choices are tied to me having like being required to take these pills every day. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, or like I also have to give myself a weekly shot. Pisses okay. me off. Yeah. Just because I'm like, I just don't want to be told what to do. I'm like, I don't want this medicine yeah. to tell me when You're to take it. You're resentful of I'm parts resentful. of your body yeah. that are yeah. 
I get that. But I'm that. like, you know what, Melina? You feel like trash when you don't take it. Yeah. So it works. So take it. You know, like yeah, you it's gotta, just, yeah. and it's like the smallest thing in the world, but sometimes it feels like the biggest effort. It feels like the biggest hurdle of my day. Yeah, no, no. I get that. Yeah. And what I meant by self-care isn't everything, which I mean like everything in the moment isn't necessarily self-care. Even yeah. though, even if, you know, going more towards the mental health aspect, all you want to do is curl up, that might not actually be what you need to do. Oh, no. To care for yourself. Absolutely. It That might be exactly what your anxiety depression is telling you to do. Yeah. And it's only going to make it worse. Yeah. And so I used to think, well, it's self-care. I'm, I'm disengaging. But really, that was only making it worse. Yeah. And so you kind of need to really interrogate what you're doing. Absolutely. All right. We got into it, guys. We figured it out. I feel like we... I want to be clear that I feel like, and I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like I'm in a, re- I'm in a good place and I'm having these frank conversations not because I'm in a m- place of crisis or... Or I had this with, with, with my family recently where I'm being much more frank about this stuff, mm. especially with the mental health side effect. And I feel like that can make it seem like it's much worse when uh-huh, really it's uh-huh. not, but really it's just me trying to engage with it yeah. as a way of making it better. Yeah. But it can make it seem like, oh, no, now it's much worse because you're talking about it more. When really it's like, oh, no, sure. I'm just trying to engage with it and be open yeah. as a way of being engaged with it. It's been there. That's fair. Well, yeah, <laughs> forever, but it's better than hiding from it and pretending like it doesn't exist and exactly. not engaging with those, exactly. con- those questions about yourself and things like that. Yeah. No, no, no worries. Yeah. No worries here. I'm not thinking, oh, God, oh, Jack's no. like. Oh, no. No. And I'm same thing for you. Me. I'm not thinking the same thing for you. I had that thought because. Months ago, Mark Marin and Pete Davidson had a WTF interview, and they talked about borderline personality disorder and mental health, sure. and Mark talks about that. And the next episode, when Mark did his lead-in, he was like, I got a lot of emails, I just want to say, we're both fine. We're just two people having an honest conversation yeah. about what we faced. People were really freaked out, mm. but we were just having an honest discussion. Yeah. So, like, everyone can... Oh, I appreciate yeah. the the care, but, like, don't worry. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's, yeah, I, I get that sometimes, too. People are like, oh, I feel like your arthritis is getting worse. Or like, I'm like, no, I've just been taking the actual time I need for myself and talking about it. And, like, if I need to stay home, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, you're a grown-up. You're getting, you know, we're, yeah, my, we're I mean, entering the phrase of our life where we're setting... We're, we're setting clearer boundaries. Yeah, have um, to. And it's have so to. nice having those boundaries. Both socially, emotionally, and... Professionally. Th- professionally and physically and all of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I work with a graduate student who's an intern of mine, and she's, like, having... So she, she has someone show up net inherently with uh, work-life boundaries. And in my head, I'm like, I cannot wait for you to have your own job and leave this place. Because oh, yeah. it's going to be so good for you to just be like, this is my work, and now I'm gone, and now I have yeah. my own... Uh, I'm my own boss, my own case, and I have my own thing. Oh, yeah, I'm like, I can't wait for you. <laughs> I can't huge. wait for you for this. <laughs> Golly. All right. All right. Well, okay. So shit eating, you you already eat shit about the eat the crude eat the theme. Crude. I forgot that too. Eat. Yeah. You, you and I are just in the zone. We and we so had so anxious to I, get to. That was one of my favorite the crudes we've ever done. I had so much fun. Yeah. Listen, re-listening to it, I laughed because you and I were just like gut belly laughing, especially yeah, me yeah, about yeah. the the champagne swirls one. And I, I gotta say, just so gut laugh, I, I so you, fucking funny. I gave you a few to take home because you said you, yeah. your wife wanted to try. It. <laughs> she didn't actually. Oh, she you was wanted like, her. To I try. wanted her to try one. She was like, "What would make you think I would want to try this thing <laughs> that you said was disgusting?" And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know if this is funny." Like doesn't sound like fun to me. <laughs> I can respect that. I know, right? Um, But I gave you a handful to take home, and then we had, I mean, I bought a huge fucking bag of those Mm -hmm. Kit Kats especially, and I laid them out here um, in our sort of workroom at my office where people, you know, lay out extra food after a meeting and people come by and and grab some. 
Um, and I, I, so we were here the night before, really late. It was like 9 p.m. I put the bag out there and I thought, oh, tomorrow morning people will get up. And I got to the office at like 8.30. The Kit Kat bag was gone. Those were really solid. I had two more. Those were solid. I, yeah. I did not mind those at all. No. Um, the hearts sat out for like a full 24 hours. Of course. Um, I, those were a little slower to go, but I was uh -huh. like, I have a feeling someone tried one of those Kit Kats and then just took the whole bag back yep. to their office. Great. Bye. Yeah, I gave the hearts to two people who were game for what they were about. And one was like, this wasn't terrible. And one was like, ugh, and like spat it out. Yes. And I was like, that's yeah, the yeah, correct yeah, response. Yeah, yeah. Golly. Um, okay, wait. And then you, oh, you eat the shit so, about yeah, something yeah. too. Yes. So I want to eat shit about, so if you listen to episode two, um, there's, it actually doesn't, I don't know if you can notice it, but right when we were starting the episode after our cold open discussion, um, we... There is no, in the episode that that was published, Welcome to the Ethical Butchers. Not because it was edited out accidentally. Yeah. We did one, and it was like a hot mess because you and I were in like our crazed uh, late-night coffee delirium. So we re-recorded re re it. And then because of that little pause on GarageBand, when I was scrubbing things forward to put our theme music in and our content warning, mm -hmm. it accidentally scrubbed over that because of like... Or previous thing. Basically, I accidentally covered over mm. it. Nothing else was lost. Um, description. Yeah. Nothing and major really was lost. Tell. And you really can't tell, which is nice. I would. It didn't sound like there was some kind of like like weird in mid sentence yeah. edit, which was lucky. Yeah. Because um, I didn't know that I accidentally did that. No, um, no. So I, I, I want to eat shit about that. Um, if we have to stop, because sometimes we'll. A lot of these episodes <laughs> are just one take. Yeah. We just go. Um, sometimes we'll stop to go to the bathroom or we'll edit it if one of us is like, let's hold on, pause. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, most of these episodes have been just one take. Yeah. So yeah. There have been very few. I know you guys are shocked because the editing is so good. It's flawless. <laughs> uh, no, there have been a couple times where like we've just been like, oh, that was a dumbass thing to say. Like maybe we'll take that out or, yeah. you know, whatever. But yeah, usually it's um straight through, baby. Straight through, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I don't, I don't think we really had much else to talk about that. Um, about, Nothing that like, you should about. No. Um, and I don't really have any other, like, housekeeping, so. Our girl Kyla Fury gave us a great shout-out on Twitter. I love when you guys mention us on Twitter, showing us yeah. that you're listening, uh, talking about how <laughs> she loves that we call Chilton Chilto, and mm -hmm. then was like, how do you spell it? Chilto, O-E, O-H, just O, and I responded, I was like, you I've always written it Chilto, just, just just with an O. Just an O. Just leave just, the N off. Which I guess if you read that, it could be like Chilta, I guess, or Chilto with it, you know, without the... Yeah. The E at the end and the H at the end can make it really phonetically be like Chilto, but whatever. Like, you whatever. know, so spelling is fluid. You know, yeah. we're open to anything. Um, However you, I mean, yeah. You, you can just... call them Chilty, Chili. For a little bit in my head, I was like, should we call them Chili? And it just, did, just didn't sit. Chili. <laughs> chili. <laughs> chili. Um, yeah, we use all kinds of nicknames. Hanny. Hanny. We haven't called Will Willie. It just hasn't worked. No, it hasn't felt no, right. No, he's Will. He's not Willie. No. William. Little Willie. <laughs> and Jack is Jack. He's not Jackie. No. A few people have called me Jackie in college. A few people have called me. Oh, yeah. And then some folks in theater called me Jack Jack. That was a thing. Yes. Yeah, that was a but thing. But I never had it. And we, we discussed your nicknames. I feel like you're not yes, Lena. Yes, yes, we did. We okay. Did. All right. Um, let's <sighs> let's place someone on the Rolodex. Yes, who you got? Mm. So, um, this week, uh, and I can't pry myself away from things like this. I listened all day to the Michael Cohen um, wow. hearing. 
I, I had NPR on my phone in my, my headphones all day as I was working. And students would come in and they'd be like, uh, hi, and can I do that? And I literally had like Michael Cohen in my other oh ear all day. Um, so that, and like the same with um, like the Brett Kavanaugh hearing, like I listened to that all day. So this week I'm placing in the fictionalized Rolodex, uh, Mark Meadows. Who's that? He is, let me do a quick goog. Um, Mark Meadows, uh, U.S. representative from North Carolina, but he sat in, he's on the, um, the committee that interviewed Michael Cohen um, the other day. But specifically, he was the dude that brought, um, he brought this young woman, this young black woman who used to work for Trump and made the argument of, this young woman worked for Trump. How can he then be racist? How can Trump be racist if this young black woman oh worked God. for Donald oh Trump? Here she is, and she oh like stood God. up behind him. Omar- <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Uh, and I, I couldn't believe my <laughs> sorry, born some beer. I like couldn't believe that argument. It was so nonsensical. And Michael Cohen was essentially like, "How can I, as like the son of a Holocaust survivor, work for Donald Trump for ten years?" But I did. Like, yeah, like what, what do you, you mean? Um, and that's people, the most bad faith argument. It and, like, is, and the Democrats like dragged him through the mud for it. They were like, um, "That's racist." Even like, what does that even mean? Like, how dare you bring this woman as like some token of yeah. Donald Trump's like non-racist beliefs? When, like, we know he, we've seen it in action. Yes. We see it all the time. This one woman doesn't prove anything. Like, you're a trash person for bringing this up. And then he, like, flipped his lid and he was like, how dare you call me racist? Like, that's it's racist to call me racist. And he was, like, screaming. Oh, poor baby. He's the victim now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, no. I don't think Hannibal would stand for it. I don't think he would... Uh, just the tokenization just seems dark. No, tokenization yeah, based on race is it's vulgar. Is <laughs> vulgar. It's vulgar. weird, and it's and it's just a lie. So you're you're going in that Rolodex, Mark. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, sorry Mark. See you later, bitch. <laughs> um, mm. Great hey. example. That's a, that is a that's a great example. So mine's going to be much more local, much more beautiful, n- subtle. But I, I, I was thinking, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. I just couldn't really think of anybody specific. So I was, I thought back, this is an event that happened a few months ago, and I was debating about name, I don't know this person's name, but I was debating about naming names of the, the business, and I was like, fuck it, um, I'm going to, because God. who gives a shit? Oh, no. So it's a place here in Write town. Write your letters It's a place here in town called Tower Market in Delhi. It's on the east side of yeah. town. It gives, it's like a yeah. shitty sandwich place. It's like, fine. But like, it, it's, it's nothing. Fine. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's not like it's like mid tier yeah. shitty sandwich uh-huh. chase quick, kind of quick sandwiches, quick sandwiches kind of over quick snacks. overpriced a little bit yeah nothing to like go across town for if you're yeah. over there whatever sure so we ordered Blythe and I ordered uh, there through Grubhub I think it was a few months ago sandwiches just like dinner so we order it kind of comes kind of late this I'm misremembering but this is not, not the point it comes kind of late we get there we get the food. It's missing, part of my sandwich is missing, and one of our sides is not mm. in the order. So I called the GitHub guy, and I mentioned, and he's off to another order, and he can't because I say, maybe I can get it later. And I was like, okay. So I called the person at Tower, mm. and I said, and I, you know, I explained, and I said, you know, we're not going to ask the guy to get it, but, you know, I don't know if we can get a refund. I know it's through a third party. And I, I asked to see how we can get, go through a refund because we didn't get our side, and I didn't have, I think it was avocado or bacon on my sandwich. Yeah. And just because I was like, just annoyed by it, and he was like, I mean, it's like $3. <laughs> I 
just like so annoyed that I was like taking issue with the fact that like he didn't put because it was like an it was like a buck extra to put avocado on my chicken sandwich plus like a side of whatever right and I was like put that shit on what the fuck man right Uh, who gives a shit how much it costs you didn't put it on there right fucking refund That's me free money for you give me that yeah money back. i don't care and he was like i mean uh i mean it's a dollar right or like whatever he t- did that <laughs> and i was like okay and i just wrote a shitty review and i was like i'm never gonna eat there again oh, man. but like that's the kind of thing that literally would put, would put someone in his rolodex like the like, yeah the rude uh yeah the yeah. rude dry cleaning person or yeah whatever. like this is the proper thing to do and you're refusing to do it you're okay. a dickhead about this it's, <laughs> it's one dollar like uh like okay great can I get a your name? Great. Okay, thanks. <laughs> like that's the kind of that's like literally. Like, and, and, and again, because it's a local place where we live. I was debating. So I was supposed to bring name in the restaurant, but, yeah, I, right. but I don't know who this person was. Yeah. I called him over the phone. Like, and I'm not saying we're actually gonna kill this person. No, no. But like, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, that would like is a textbook like Hannibal or Rolodex moment. Absolutely. Golly. That I was, was like aghast. I was like, what? That's crazy talk. Yeah. Right. Just, it's like $3. The fuck does it matter to you? Give me the refund. Yeah. Like, like, that reminds me. I don't care. You didn't give me the thing. (laughs) Super quick. That reminds me of one time we were back in school and our bill had just come out for the semester. And you know, like, changes happen to the bill across time. Like, you get charged one price and, like, it might change as you add or drop classes or, like, different scholarships get applied or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was supposed to get, like, $22,000 $22,000 in like scholarships, but the bill only said that I was getting like 20000 And so I called our like student accounts office and I was like, hey, like, you know, it looks like our, my bill, like, you know, it's not, it says 20, I'm supposed to be getting 22, or at least that's what I got last semester. Like, you know, can you just tell me what's, it, is it coming later? Like, what what's up? Yeah. And the lady literally goes, well, 20000 is already a lot of money. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, this is no joke. This is college. Like, what the right. fuck? And I know, I mean, it's like $3, $2,000, like, whatever. But it was the same sort of, like... No, but still, that's um, crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, that's crazier, obviously, than my thing. No, but still, no, no. like... It just reminded me, but I was like, yeah, that... What the oh, fuck? Yeah, like, correct. That is a lot of money, and I was supposed to be getting more. Yeah, so, so fuck you. Um, <laughs> and, like, what a thing to say to someone who, that's like... That's so insane. You don't know my money situation. Like, maybe two grand is, like, all I have to my name. And what like, did you end up doing? Like, what, what, what did you do? I, I, I don't... I, I mean, I think I sort of dropped it, and, like, eventually the bill was correct. Like, eventually I did get the rest of the money some for through some way or another. But I just remember that lady's response. I was like... I know. E- yeah. Okay, and... It's one of those things where, like, I'm not the kind of person to, to like... To cause conflict, I don't like conflict. Oh, sure, no, I wish it. though, in the time I'd be like, "What's your name?" Great. Oh, okay. F- hell yeah! Right. Okay. Exactly. Thank you for saying that. What's your okay? God, I'm gonna pass that gotcha. name along because yeah. the, what you said is incredibly unprofessional. I know, yeah. right? God, I know. But I was like 19. Like, what did I? Know? Yeah, you yeah. Know? And so you're stupid. like, oh hi, sorry. You know, like, but like, oh, that that's awful. So stupid. But God, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, fuck Tower Tower Deli. You right? And like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not that. It's not worth it. Just go to Mitchell's. If you're on the east side looking for a good oh, sandwich, yeah. go to Mitchell's. It's yeah. like 900 times better. And they're nicer people. I thought you were going to say $900. <laughs> no. No, it's like the same price. <laughs> yeah. And it's so much better. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. All right. So let's get into it. So episode three, season two, Hasun. I don't know how to pronounce it. I didn't even look it up this week, this season. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I didn't do my thing. Yeah, Hasun. I, I was just like, this one looks pretty phonetic. You're looking it up. Yeah. It's the second course of the... Kaiseki meal. 
these are pretty much all going to be the courses of a traditional haiseki. So it sets the, ah. so it sets the seasonal theme. It is traditionally like one sushi and then several small side dishes. Um, okay. So the first, so the hakizuke last week was the kind of like a musbush, something little, really, 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 really small. Mm-hmm. This is like the sets the seasonal theme: one small sushi and some small side dishes, something really, really small. Cute. Um, yeah. So that's hasun. Um, Yum. I didn't find a pronun- or not immediately. I didn't find a proper pronunciation. So is, we'll just go with oh, that. We're gonna go with it, guys. We're gonna go with it. Um, this episode is. An, I texted you. I'm excited because we we got into Law and Order last episode. We did. This was an episode of Law and Order. It was. Start <laughs> to finish. This was. Uh, this this was just an episode. Of you law had the and law order. and you had the order. Uh, yeah, it was great. Um, holy shit, I I love this episode. Yeah, there is a crime. There was a court case. There was a judge. There was a judge. We spent so much time in court. I wish there was a jury. I wish there was some like ladies and gentlemen of the like. There was essentially an ending. You know, all like Law and Order episodes sort of yeah. happen in that one episode. You know, it, it like sort of begins yeah. and ends in, in a one episode. Um, yeah. Oh, the not jump all the way ahead. The way it ended actually was one of the biggest knocks and why I didn't give it the initial number I was going to give it oh, based really? on. Yeah, because I was like, oh, okay, this is how it ended. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's Ending a great nonetheless. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Oh, my God. Um, it's it, I, I love this episode. Yeah, but the opening, holy shit, this is dark as fuck. Like, with, with Will, I mean, hashtag abolish the death penalty I wrote. Will oh. in his, in the electric chair. Oh, yeah. Being, that, that. Getting all crispy. Yeah, God. But, and then he pulls yeah. his own lever. Yeah, that was dark. I know. I was like, "Ooh, what is the message here?" Mm-hmm. Like, he is essentially, like, what the path he's been currently on, trying to blame Hannibal, is essentially like putting himself in the electric chair. Because it sounds insane. Because it said sounds it later. crazy. Yeah. He said blaming you sounds insane. <sighs> yeah, I think that was a moment where because it was like happening in reverse, right? Where he was like, "All right, like, time to sort of back up from this." path right like i'm because he essentially says like i need to pull away from stop like just blaming you incessantly because it makes me sound crazy so i i feel like it happening in reverse was him like starting to reconsider that that uh path yeah that's interesting yeah and especially with with last episode too he's starting to realize that like there's no evidence i know Mm -hmm. which is the only card i have but i can't play that too aggressively and it's he, he's realizing the cards he has and his limitations and his leverage, and so he's trying to. He's starting to get some agency. But yeah, holy shit, with him with him getting all crisped up. I mean, it was that that was intense. Um, um, and then there's that like montage of them getting ready, oh. which like let me say, let me say, oh. I could watch Hannibal zip up his pants and look at his own ass in the mirror oh. on loop for like an hour. That ass peak though, I wrote. <laughs> that ass peak. The like oh. you know like is it fully tucked in? Yeah yeah like, yeah. I mean, which is the thing guys do, the tucking in their shirt. You go, oh, like, sure. is it tucked in? Okay, great. Oh, he just looks Watching at his him ass. Zip up his pants and look at his own butt. Was. This is a cost, like, Mwah. oh my God. We got into too much, as in it's 40, already 42 minutes in, listeners, and I we're know. just. We're how did, just beginning. I know, that's why I looked at the clock and I was like, who oh, What boy. the fuck? I thought we were, like, killing it, and then we got into self-care, which is, like... Which is important. That was a really nice conversation. That was a moment. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I hope listeners enjoyed that conversation. Whatever. Yeah. We need to stop apologizing for that, because now we're going to keep talking. Sorry. I know. But, like, I that know. we're, like... But, but, but all I'm saying is that, is, is that like, costumes. I can't... That, that's going to be a wait. segment. I cannot I wait to talk wait. about costumes in this episode. I know. I feel like we've been let down a few episodes. No, 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 it's no, like, no. oh, you know, same gray, the like... The hitters come back. They come back in full force. Um, so... Yeah, I could watch that on loop forever. And then, right, we're in the courtroom, 
And who is he talking about? Someone says he could think like anybody. And the the prosecutor was was talking. Oh right. She was like, they'll say it's an unconscious state. Because they were like, oh, it's not like, isn't it true that Will can think like a killer? And Jack goes, he can think like anybody. And the the lawyer goes, sounds like a killer to me. Yeah. Sounds like a supervillain. Something like that, right? Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Because Jack, yeah, yeah. So the prosecutor gives her opening statement. Mm. Um, she says he's the smartest person in this room and Hannibal has a smile. <laughs> um, Hannibal's like, all right. Um, I love the Anna... Ha- Abigail Hobbs' stock photo. Um, hashtag plain but pretty. Um, I know, but it didn't even look like her. And it then it reminded like, yeah. me that, like, we're, it's not even... There hasn't... They haven't found a body. I am, because She's they... She's yeah. presumed dead. Presumed to be dead. Yes, because of, of the ear. Because of the that, ear. But, you know, up. Van Gogh lived. You can live without an ear. Yes, he did. Uh, hashtag Defoe was robbed at the Oscars. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Willem Dafoe did not deserve that. I fucking love Willem Dafoe so much. Um, I, wrote, I wrote, before we get to Jack's testimony, I wrote, okay. Cade, uh, Cynthia Nixon, is a company-ass girl. She's Ooh, like, yeah. Jack, who you gonna choose? You know, your yeah. own conscious or the FBI? Yeah, or pretty, pretty much. She's yeah, like, get with the fucking program, basically. Yeah, is that when they're talking out in the hallway, or is that... Yeah, this is when she's yeah. like, because she's about to take the stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, get with the fucking yeah. script. because she's like, oh, if you can't testify to your own behalf, like, testify to the FBI's yes, behalf. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's a little... She's a G-man, a G-woman. She's a... Yeah, well, she works for the Inspector General, and so her job is to... I mean, she protects the Bureau's interests. Absolutely. She's like, I got to root out the bullshit to protect the Bureau's credibility. Yeah. And she is shooketh at Jack's testimony. Yes, as is the prosecutor. (laughs) The prosecutor's like, uh, uh, excuse me, um, did you just, like, she's like, wait a second. That's not what I was expecting you to say. That's not what we practice. That's like, again, I'm going to reference Lincoln. Um, there's a scene later where, uh, so, uh. Tommy Lee Jones plays Thaddeus Stevens, who's this like super abolitionist congressperson who's amazing mm. from Pennsylvania. Lee Pace, uh huh, Mamma ah. Mia, plays uh, uh, Fernando Wood, this racist Democratic guy from New York City. Mama. Um, and he's questioning, and basically the point of this questioning is, you know, they're discussing the, the amendment to abolish slavery. Lee Pace is questioning, um, basically cross-examining. Thaddeus Stevens to get him to declare for complete racial social equality because that was broadly societally mm-hmm. unacceptable to then push moderates against the thing to basically get him to get full froth mm-hmm. and provoke him and he does all this shit does all this shit and and Thaddeus actually this is a big reveal spoiler to anybody that hasn't seen Lincoln yeah. <laughs> or read a <laughs> spoiler, history book spoiler <laughs> alert the amendment passes <laughs> Thaddeus Stevens holds and goes I do not hold for the equality of all things. I only hold for the equality under the law. And he's like, wait, 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 wait a second. You've said, and like, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like shook by the fact that he can't break him. Yeah. This is kind of like that. We're like, just him a question and Jack's like, you know, and she's like, wait, uh, excuse me. I love, I love that moment. I, I guess this is another trope. It is definitely in, a trope. like courtroom dramas where it's like the witness says something unexpected. It goes off script based on what they had practiced. And there's that moment where the lawyer's like, uh, uh, but you told me. It's I like love the that. It's like cousin Vinny moment. He's like, how many fingers am I holding up now? Yeah. <laughs> My cousin Vinny, great movie. Mercy yeah. Tomei. Oscar winner. Oscar winner. The sh- one of the shockers of all time. 
Yes, I know. People thought that the that she got that award on accident. That was a moonlight situation. People were like, <laughs> wait, well, what? Yeah. Um, um, and then again, a handy smile. Because Jack is like, mm. listen, I pushed him. I'm sad to myself. This is happening. And he's like, oh, really? This is a lot of happening in the courtroom today. <laughs> Um, okay, this is... Why do old buildings have the V instead of a U? Oh. It annoys the fuck out of me. Doesn't... Yeah. What's the point? It, what, what? I'm sure... They it's, have the O, so they, 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 they can make rounded letters. Yeah, but I think it's like a hearkening back to... Because, you know, like, the Constitution has, like, instead of an S, it's an F. Yeah, I know those old letters. You know what I mean? I think it's that. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Vort. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see that and I'm like, ugh. ugh. But it's on purpose, right? It's like a stylistic choice now, yeah, I guess. Yes. I just so saw that dumb. and I was like, ugh. Um, and then I, I just love this, his sleazy lawyer who's like, I love hey, this lawyer. It's not law, it's advertising. We're trying to get people to buy something they don't want. It's like, crude. Boo hoo, so is the law. Boo hoo. He's like, boo hoo, bitch. Like, get over I it. I love this I love defense this attorney. Yeah. He's been in stuff. I think he was in House of Cards. He's, like, oh. been that kind of guy yeah. in other things. Character actor. I can dig it. Yeah, he's, mm. like, in a bunch of things. We get a little moment of comedy from him there at the end. Oh, it's like a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the envelope, and he pulls it out. What was in it besides the ear? I think it was the, just, like, dry blood, like, okay. something like that. I that think was it was, like, guess. sawdust. For a second, I was yeah. like, is this, like, like... Or, like, like leaves. Like, crunched up leaves or something. Leaves. Yeah. Um, it's like, I think they opened your mail. Yeah. But, um, tsh- right, you roll credits, I know. Yeah, I know. He wanted to be like, like, laugh track. Oh! <laughs> no, that's exactly where a laugh track would have gone. Yeah. I think I opened your mail. It was like a TV laugh line. And I was like, all right, this show has, like, jokes. And then, like, I think I opened your mail. Ha <laughs> Like, blood face. Yeah. Cut to blood face credits. <laughs> that was a great, um, sound, like, the score of the credits. That's what that was. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, man. And then we're back after credits. Hanny and Jack are talking in Hanny's office. This churchy ass piano. This piano playing. It's some churchy music. Oh, mm-hmm. It's like yes. it's a little, it's like, little somber, I guess. It's a like somber. That. Yeah, I'm getting like funerally, like just churchy vibes. Yeah, from the it. requiem of sorts. Yeah, they're having drinks. Um, clarity. It's a good feeling. I haven't felt this great in a week. Just like it's just, they're just like growing down. <laughs> But it's so stupid. Like, Hannibal is just playing all these motherfuckers like a fucking violin because well, Jack's like, oh, I feel great. I feel great telling the truth. And Hannibal's like, none of this shit is the truth. But, like, he's like, oh, yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? Well, see, that's my question. So, like, they, so Hannibal, at the end of this conversation, has a legit good moments and some legit good friendship moments. And yeah. he's like, I wouldn't trade this good feeling for sabotaging lifelong things. Like, you... You don't have to go into the ground with Bella. Yeah. Like, you can have your career after this. Like, yeah. don't sabotage your life because, you know, Bella's going to die and you're sabotaging this. Like, don't blow up your whole world yeah. because of right now. Because yeah. then once Bella dies, what are you going to have left? And, like, I was like, that's some good advice. Yeah. What's Hannibal's angle with this? Is it just because he's like, I want to see Jack around? He's interesting. So I'm going to give him some good advice. Uh, yeah, and you keep your enemies close sort of yeah. thing. Like, he's always been... I mean, you know, he's been there to give Bella advice for a while, yeah. too. So I guess he's, like, also invested in, in her, I think, genuinely, probably. I think he likes Bella. I think he really likes Bella. Yeah, exactly. So I think he's trying to keep Jack in a good space. But, yeah, that was a real touching moment where Jack was like, I've dedicated my life to death, and now it's followed me home. And, and there was that moment where he almost says, we die. Yeah, we could go die in Italy together. Yeah, 
And Will's, uh, Hannibal's like, you, yeah, you you're not going to follow her to the ground. No, no, that was a good, that was a touching moment. It was I really agree. sweet when he was like, we go to Italy where we met, and she could die there, and yeah. we could have a nice, you know, end. Yeah, um, it it's was so very funny, sweet because they, someone ends up someone in Italy. ends up in Italy. Um, Eventually. Yeah, like no pills and like at least we get an update on her because we, we we've been talking about Gina Torres. I know. Like I where the, she's I been. Like, finally, someone men- mentions Gina yeah. Torres <laughs> because they've been saying like well, all this craziness. Like we know in the background, Bella's going through treatment. Jack yeah. must be exhausted. Like this is going on in his background. So like we've mentioned it has been like yeah. remember all of this is also going on in Jack's life. Take that into account. And so I'm glad we're we're getting an update. I know. I also wish that I had a clear sense as to what, how much time, how much actual calendar time has gone by since we last seen her. Oh, time is a mystery in this show. We've uh, already established. Uh, I know. I know. It frustrates me, though. I think we're in, like, late spring now. Yeah. Judging no from jackets. how people are, well, except Freddie Lowe's. <laughs> Freddie Lowe's is now. It's about crocodile rock. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the she could die in Italy. It's just like so touching. Um, it is. It's really sweet. And again, it's like you know, Jack obviously clearly cares about his wife. And yeah, it's he loves ripping her. him yeah. apart. It's yeah. so cute. Um, um, and then and then it cuts like such interesting contrast with oh, this moment, the this sweet moment of friendship and connection. And then it's just him back in it mm-hmm. with the staring at this fucking ear, yeah. silence, <laughs> and him just like. It's obviously from Jack. This scene is so clearly at first from Jack's perspective. Yeah. He hears this moment, and then he's back in, and there's an ear, and everyone's talking at him. It's silent, and he's just, like, staring at the ear, being like, right. mother fuck, what does this even mean now? Right. And he's, like, trying, you can tell he's trying to, like, mentally transition from the conversation he's just had from Hannibal. All what's going on with the personal turmoil of his that. testimony. The what testimony, does this mean? His wife, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, fuck, like, I'm back at work, and I have to deal with this shit again. Yeah. Uh, and they're, yeah, they're, like, yammering at him. And then finally he, like, things sort of, um, like, the sound comes in. Things sort mm-hmm. of come to clarity. And he he's able to sort of jump back into, like, Jack as the leader of this team. And Yeah, you got to be able to compartmentalize. I'm terrible yeah. at that. Like, if I, I like, if I have, like, a rough thing in the morning at home, like, that falls the me. rest of the day. Yeah. Or if I have, like, a shitty thing with my supervisor at work. Yeah. The rest of the day, I'm, like, sitting there, like, doing my stuff with my next kiddo, and I'm, like, yeah. but I'm not really fully present. Yeah. Like, how, after this testimony, after with Bella, how is he even, like, mentally in the room? It's hard. I can't imagine. I don't know. I wrote Zeller is a fuckboy. <laughs> Why did you write that? Because he's just, like, they're, like, questioning things. He's, like, are we fucking for real? Like, I, I don't know. He's so, like... This is bullshit. Will did it. Fuck all this. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I was just like... <laughs> He's never liked Will, though. He, he, he hasn't. And I've still never forgiven him for early on season one, like, calling up yeah. Freddie Lowndes and, like, no, or, like, calling the cops or, like, doing some kind of, like, fuckery with regards he to the media did. or whatever. He and was I was being like, a little, little shit earlier. I remember that. And, like, purposely sabotaging something that yeah, Will like was doing. Yeah, like, leaking some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was not cool. Um, the leakers... The leakers. President, it's, it's like Trump was like, oh, we got to get all these leakers. The leakers, you know. So the problem is the leakers, not the actual things we're doing. It's the people we're leaking. <laughs> the rats. And but then Hanny's with him. Hanny's happens to also be in the room too. He's like hanging out. Such a gift has great significance. Like this is a great. This is a great gift. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, oh, like this points to. Like he, he uh, this points to someone else who's done it, and then they're like, "Yeah, but Will says it's you who's done it." He goes, "Well, maybe he's half right." Yeah, maybe somebody else did it. Yeah, uh, not well, me. Wasn't me. 
Um, wasn't me. It wasn't me. That's what we needed. Then it found me. Wasn't me. <laughs> Saw me banging on the outlet. Wasn't me. Then I cut another jaw. Wasn't me. <laughs> I even lit her on fire. Wasn't me. <laughs> so and then okay, so I hate to cut off that beautiful. Um, oh, song, that thank was great. you. That was so good. Thank you. Um, we're in Will's dunk tank. Yes, we are. Um, Hanny visiting Will. Hanny and Will. Um, is Will putting on a good act here? Because Hanny is like... Oh, in the dunk tank or are we in the cell? Oh, this sorry. Is... We're in the cell. Okay. Hannibal's talking about, oh, there's another killer. Like, clearly this ear, blah, 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 was supposed to be a gift. And Will says something like, oh, there's... A, like, he looks at him and he's like, oh, there's another killer? Like, oh, that'd be great. And I'm like, is this an act? Because he clearly knows that he didn't do it. Yes. He knows that Hannibal is at least partially responsible for framing him. Mm-hmm. He can't be shocked that there's someone else... Um, and probably more than likely Hannibal himself who sent this ear. But I feel like there was like this moment where he looked about him like really innocent light, like, oh no, another killer. Could it be true? And I was like, it's obviously true. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, we discussed like this is a gift. He's playing people. Well, yeah. Well, in a way, I mean, he does some kind of like kind of lawyery, like non-specific language. He goes like, I know there's no evidence against you. Fact. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Accusing you makes me look makes insane. Me look, yeah. Fact. Yeah. So he's saying nothing untrue in those two statements. He's yeah. not saying, I know you're not guilty. Yeah. He's not saying, I don't think you're not guilty. Yeah. He's just saying, to, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he's being very clear with his language, which your Hannibal's seeing through in a bit, but he's also saying, like, I'm not coming out against you right now. Sure. Because it's not in my self-interest. I'm starting to realize that I need to be looking out for my self-interest more pragmatically than just pointing the finger at who done it. Yeah. I know who done it. Can anybody else done it? Because like that's not practically gonna work because yeah. all the evidence in the world points against me and it makes yeah. me look crazy to point against Hannibal. Yeah, because in the lab they they um, determined that the only like genetic evidence was on, from like the lawyer and the the law clerk and like one the other bailiff, and, like, I yeah, thought. the bailiff or yeah. something like that. The knife was Will's knife that the bailiff had took in as evidence That's right. and then the bailiff like disappeared or whatever. Yeah. And then find the bailiff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's, that's... Yeah. So Will's just trying to play this game with Hannibal. You know, he's keeping him close. He's keeping him close, but he's not giving away too much. And he's stopped the whole, like, I know it was you. I'm going to, you yes. know, like that's yes. not working anymore. Um, and pretty soon he won't have to work that hard to do all of that because um, the evidence starts to stack up after a while. Yeah. Then we get Freddy. Freddy. Oh, I was so happy when she shows up with her oh, fucking. I'm not gonna talk about know, what she's wearing I yet. I, I'm wondering when we should cut away to two two segments. Um, we can't. I know. I'm trying to think. We don't have that too too much to talk about, so we can do it now if you'd like. Okay, so let's definitely do our theme music now as we jump into ETC. Oh yeah. Okay. Eat, Eat the, the crude. Eat the crude. Eat the crude, eat the crude, eat the crude. You and I were a bit off, and we then we hit the harm- we hit the harmony at the end. Uh, I know I, I couldn't hear myself. I could only hear you. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing either. So okay, great. I, <laughs> so it was like one of the. It's like trying to sing when you can't hear yourself. It's mm-hmm. like it's gonna sound terrible. We then got it though. We hit it. So today we have what may be okay <sighs> or maybe not good. I'm um, worried. So I, I'm sure people are familiar with Pocky. It's like a. Yeah. 
just little biscuit sticks covered in flavored something or other. So the flavor, um, I don't know. So the flavor we have today is matcha. Matcha's everywhere now. Everywhere. I I don't really care. See, I don't really like green tea that much. Okay. It's fine. But if yeah. I'm going to drink tea, I like black tea. I like chai. I like... Yeah, yeah. I like... I don't know. I don't, don't really care for green tea. I don't like the kind of grassiness of it. Okay. Yeah, that's um, fair. Plastic sounds. Sorry. It's okay. Um... I know that matcha is like the trendiest fucking trendy shit. I love there was one episode of the Great British Bake Off a few years ago when someone did matcha and they were oh, like, yeah. uh, what? And they're like, it's yeah. kind of grassy. grassy. They're like, great. Um, so I'm okay. not optimistic about this. I'll, um, I've never but had I feel like before. matcha would be something that Hannibal would like be into. He would, yeah. It, like, it's a, whatever it's like original purest form is. Well, I was going to say, because matcha has to be, it, matcha proper has to be very meticulously made. Yeah, I feel like he'd be into that. Um, and like the way you drink it is also very specific. So I feel like he'd be down. Oh, I smelled it. It, it smells a little grassy, <sighs> but it mostly it, sweet. I just shuddered. It's not great. Just that, uh, I got like the shivers from shit smelling this. You're crazy. I've, <laughs> I don't know. It's that kind of grass. I don't know. It's okay. not my thing. I've had Pocky. I've had like the chocolate Pocky and it's fine. It's I've like never a, had Pocky, Pocky in my life. It's just a breadstick. Like the chocolate Pocky is great. It's yeah. a breadstick with chocolate. It's yeah. great. Easy. Yeah. No, I, I dig not, it. It's not going to, yeah, it's not going to, you know, change your life, but it's also like no. a totally fine snack. All right, here we go. Huh. Oh, this is nothing. Yeah, it's not much of anything. It it, it it's just well, yeah, it's like a grassy. You know. I wish it was sweet. The the sweetness comes at the end. Right now, it's like it's like a breadstick. It's almost like a shortbread, but like a breadstick. But at the end, you get the matcha oh, flavor, and that's I don't, not good. Oh no, this is really gross. But like, okay, if you like matcha, you might like this. I'm prejudiced. I don't like matcha. I don't like this kind of grassiness of green tea, period. I mean, honestly, it's it's not terrible. I would much prefer oh. the chocolate pocky that you just described. Yeah. It's like if you're going to be eating something that is so close to being almost nothing, you might as well... <laughs> have, eat something. You might as well eat something. You might as well make it chocolate. I'm Ooh. not, not going to have another one. I no. thought about it, but I'm really not. It, this was like... What is the, like, the text say at the bottom? Like, what's like the description? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's gross. It's gross. Ugh. Um, it just says, I mean, like right here. Yeah, matcha. Matcha green tea cream covered biscuit sticks, mm. artificially flavored. Yeah. Um, you Yeah, know. it's not good. Does it have PGPR in it? <laughs> we need to be on the lookout for that now. Honestly, yeah, we need to join that Facebook group. We do. Um, no. Green tea powder, I guess that's what's yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah, give yeah, it yeah, its, yeah. Uh, But that's whatever. the real thing. Uh, no. Flour, sugar, uh, pretty standard yeah, stuff. Yeah, pretty, but yeah. That was not that good. Oh, all right. We got man. some things lined up. I'm really excited for episode five, guys. Yeah, Stay we've tuned. got. Oh man, I'm really excited. Oh. Episode five is going to be an as epic far as eat the eat the crew is concerned. Yeah, crew. it. We were, and we were talking. I think maybe last semester. Last semester. Oh, can you <laughs> tell I work at a university? Yeah. Last episode, maybe that Easter is our favorite, um, like candy time. Yes, seasonal and that candy. We have. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to tease it like that. I know. That's all I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Easter yeah. has been good to us. People are now trying to like have like St. Patty's Day cans, which I guess our next oh. episode four is kind of St. Patty's Day themed. I don't know what the heck that even means. I don't know how that works. 
Oops. Green, green candy. It's green candy. Okay. It's like, let's cash in on this. Easy. Okie dokie. So, con- oh, we ate the crude. Ate, ate the, the crude. crude. Ate, ate the crude. crude. Ate the crude. Ate the crude. Okie dokie. So let's get into costumes because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. I can't. I, yeah, I'm excited. Okay. <clears throat> Just I want you to imagine right now, listeners, uh, some like uh, steel drum music. I don't know what you think and we see, <clears throat> but that cane ain't make you what you want to be. For being a bitch, you should take a guilty plea. Chilto ain't a motherfucking P-I-M-P. So that was for a song a about bitch, one. you should take a guilty plea. <laughs> for being a bitch, you should take a guilty plea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a song about one particular accessory from one particular character. Correct. Like Chilto's fucking cane, like a wannabe pimp. I wrote, uh, I holding it. it out, holding it like a out fucking. As he sits there, yeah. I was like, this is like that Chappelle show, but the player haters ball. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it <laughs> he is. He thinks he's like the like one of the guys from the player haters ball. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And the way he just like the way he was per- talking about like the way he was doing his testimony was so pretentious. Oh, it was I beautiful. See. Damn, that's hateful. It was like perfect Chilton. All right, let's start out by talking about the maybe the best suit ever. Hanny's court, court suit. Hanny's court suit. I wrote. It is making me wet. <laughs> that he wore, and then we see it perfectly in the office scene, the next scene, after with the cheers, you know, the scene with Jack. Uh, Unbelievable. I said, I said, this suit is a religion. It was, it, what's so funny is that the vest he puts on in the check my ass scene isn't, isn't, the, it? isn't what he puts no. on with the court scene and the scene with Jack afterward. Different, yeah. different vest. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, it's next level, y'all. It's the one that, like, you see all the time on, like, Twitter and Tumblr, like, fandoms, like, people who, you know, he's always in this, like, very particular suit. It's, like, what, a gray, dark? Dark blue, red, red, red checkered. Red, red plaid, like, lines on it. Gorgeous red checkered, big fucking lapels. His lapels yeah. are out of control in, in this, this episode. episode. Yes. They are, like, flying over his shoulders. Yeah, whenever almost. he testifies, yeah, they're, they are, like, they, poking yeah. up He's going to take shoulders. flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rah! He's gonna like fly away yeah. on his lapels. And the vest on the the red suit oh. is oh. Like double breasted. I lost my mind when I saw that. When he unbuttoned his coat when he was talking to oh. Jack, I I think I escaped into the stratosphere. I wrote squish. I I, I I think I catapulted my soul into the stratosphere. Yeah, that goddamn double breasted vest. Um, was next level. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I was like, I want that suit. And that, I mean, yeah, when the, when, it, when, it, yeah, when it was a really double double bested, I was like, holy shit. It's such a gorgeous look. I'm and beautiful. It, and it's this wool, gorgeous fabric. Yeah. And you know, it costs thousands upon thousands of dollars. Bespoke Has fits to. him flawlessly. And like, okay. <laughs> It's, it's a lot for me to deal with. It's it, and it's a it's so gorgeous and it's so beautiful to look at and it's also from a visceral perspective as a man who likes to wear suits. Mm. Really satisfying physically, not from like a sexual perspective, but like wearing a really well tailored suit mm. feels wonderful. Oh sure. When you wear a jacket and pants, like a suit pants that are tailored really really well, and the cut of the waist and the shoulders, everything is tailored perfectly to your body. Yeah. It just feels perfect. 
Oh, brief glimpse unbelievable. For you. I just pulled, Melina up pulled it up. And this, his hair almost looks gray. Yeah. He looks amazing. And he looks really tan. This is, this is like, I want, this is unbelievable. Like, oh, just, oh, this is it's next amazing. Level. level. Like, <laughs> I could talk maybe for hours about how great and this is. And we haven't even gotten to his tie. Oh, I know. I know. His tie is this like gorgeous light. It's like maybe an off-white color and has bluish. Yeah, maybe of. maybe slightly blue. It's whatever, a light because he's also wearing like a white very light shirt as well, um and a light pocket square, but it has this like bold red floral. Floral. Print, it's almost like a thistles almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks a little spiky, a little geometric in a way. It's gorgeous. Um amazing. It uh, is amazing. gorgeous. Couldn't be better. Oh, it's so beautiful, and it's not as huge, and oh. yet it's not aggressively huge. I mean, it's as big as his head, but it's but I love it. It's see, like later he wears that blue paisley, blue and yellow paisley tie later, and that's where his knot looks a bit like. Okay, guys, let's calm yeah. down with his knot. Yeah, yeah. But this, it, it, I mean, Ooh. it's. Look, here's a full view of oh, it. Oh, it's so beautiful. The red checkered, like a, a plaid suit, is a gorgeous look. And it, you got to have confidence to pull it off because if you don't, it can look like pajamas. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? It can look like a joke. It yeah. can look like a joke or like pajamas. Yeah. And he do, it just looks beautiful. And he's got these great like dark maroon, dark brown socks. Yeah, what are his and then pa- shoes? I've never shoes. clocked his shoes before. We need to get into more about Hannibal footwear, guys. Yeah. This needs to be something we need to notice. I don't um, think we've ever talked about his shoes on this podcast. Well, they're hard to... They're hard to... Um, He's wearing brown shoes? Yeah, they look a little brown, a little dark. Maybe like a dark maroon. Did you watch Kingsman? Uh, Oxford not... Oxford's yeah. not brogues? Yeah, yeah. I know, I can't tell that... I don't I know much about tell. men's shoes, really. They're very simple. They're they straightforward, are. classic looking. I wouldn't be surprised if there's no brogues on it. Just really classic, yeah. lace-up, just gorgeous-looking shoes. And it looks like like everyone in the cost, costume department and advertising department knew that this was like classic Hannibal outfit because there are so many promotional pictures of him in it. Well, it's amazing. Well, it's very visually arresting. It grabs it your is. attention and never like it takes hold. Who dis? Like you, you go, whoa! This yeah. is very it. Boom. Yeah. And you go, oh, wow, this is a remarkable look. Of course. Well, I mean, you guys have probably all seen this fucking picture, but I can we can tweet out a picture of this. It, it's just, we might as well. It never gets old. No. Um, it's so good. Um, wow. Okay. I mean, like, that was the star of the show, and then Hands some. down. Hands down the star of the I was so distracted. Thing. I didn't hear what the fuck Jack was talking about in his testimony, clearly, because I was, like, so... Um, distracted by it. His shirts are interesting, too, because they have a close-up of his shirt during the side-by-side. And he has that kind of, like... Hanny pa- shirts. Yeah. They're, like, this kind of patterned, textured mm. silk shirts. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Sub- subtly textured, as opposed to Chilton's sh- oh. shirts. Which- Don't get me started what he was wearing later. He, he looked <sighs> awful. He looked like a goddamn seeing eye, moving eye picture later. With the squares yeah. and the stripes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, am I going to see a sailboat if I stare at him too too, too much? <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, no, it was. It was. It was. An, it was no good. Um, and because there was a brief moment after Chilton had come back from his um, his whatever the fuck that when he got his intestines pulled out of his body, yes. and we saw him come back, and I guess season two or maybe the end of season one. And he looked great. He was in just like a classic black and white suit, like whatever. He looked fine. First episode of season two. Yeah, first episode of season two. And it's been downhill since then. Oh, it's been back it, to yeah. his old. He's back on his old bullshit. I said it then. I'll say it now. That was an that was an uh, exception that proves the rule. It looks like he gets dressed in the dark with a magnifying glass. He's got him. We know he's got the magnifying glass. Yeah. We know he's got yeah. it. 
Um, <sighs> Jack chose a burnt orange shirt. Yeah, that was this odd. Episode. Yeah, in court for his testimony, he's yeah. rocking like that's a look. Like when you're taking the stand, yeah, he's wearing he's something. wearing orange, an orange shirt. It was it was an interesting choice. Or, now orange mm. is a hard color to do yeah. in a shirt. It's hard color in general. I'm wearing orange nails, and I like them, although these took a few coats, and I mm. was not happy with the process. Mm. Um, and that was just me. But, like, yeah, orange is tough. It's tough. It didn't. It was not my favorite color in him. Usually he stays in the cool tones, the blues and the purples and that sort of thing. Which but, could make an orange tie pop and look okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But an orange shirt is like, oof, barf. Oof, magoo. How's it going to not look like barf? Interesting. Again, back to the side-by-side. Side, yeah. Neither of them are wearing undershirts. Uh-huh. Just interesting observation. I always How wear an undershirt. It, it has them buttoning up from, like, mid-chest. Oh, you mean, oh, okay, when they're getting dressed. When they're getting dressed, sorry. Oh, sorry the side-by-side side isn't like they're side-by-side side getting dressed to next uh, to each other. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure what you were referring to, I guess. Sorry. I was thinking of something else. I think of the side-by-side, side, like, they're both side-by-side side getting dressed okay. um, for yeah. court or whatever. And they're neither of them wearing mm. undershirts. Risky yet sexual. Risky yet sexual. That's another tagline for Hannibal. Uh, yeah, bonkers and flowery, risky yet sexual. <laughs> um, wowie. Okay. All right. Can we talk about our girl, our goyle, Freddy? Freds. Crocodile. 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 Rock. Ro- crocodile. What? Crocodile. <laughs> Crocodile what? Crocodile. Holy shit. Crocodile jacket. What the fuck? I. I. Okay, this like confirms my theory that Freddie is always wearing some sort of animal print. She's always, always in a leopard, in a cheetah. It's always a predator too. It's always a predator. Um, she is wearing. I'll start from the from the from the bottom up. Start it. Start from the bottom and start it from the bottom. Uh, she's wearing black pumps. Okay, black sheer tights. Yeah. She's okay. a tight girl. She likes to wear her tights. She's a tight. She's a tight girl. Unlike Alana, who always has her legs hanging Ooh, loose. Alana is no. Alana is free balling it out there. Um, <laughs> no tights. Sheer black tights. I think like a skirt or. I don't. I didn't notice. I it. can't remember what's on her bottom. So once, I'm ass- once the jacket showed up, I'm I assuming it's a skirt. Forgot everything else. The jacket. Except for her hat. The jacket is a structured. It's so crazy. It's a structured blue, electric blue. Was it blue? It was blue. Okay. Um, like alligator, yeah. crocodile print, like leather jacket. Long I thought it was just crocodile skin. Like crocodile leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a crocodile print. Yeah, yeah, crocodile leather. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Not a print, but it's the actual, leather, the textured, like, skin of a crocodile. Um, black gloves. Again, she is rogue. Yes, Prove us wrong, nerds. I, yeah, please. I, I dare you to change my mind. <laughs> um, and then a wide brim black oh, this, hat. Like, this is this was an insane like Dick Tracy hat. Yeah, like she was like Carmen from, San Diego. I was gonna say like she was from fucking Chicago, the musical or something. Yes, like crazy talk. Yeah, that hat was nonsense. This outfit is iconic. Well, the hat was so crazy because it was a black hat. All I could think was like, is she in mourning? Her whole demeanor was mournful. Oh, yeah. And, and we'll get into her because that's oh, the next thing we get yeah. out of content. But she was so. Oh, whoa. Uh, morning, whoa Abigail, me. and morning. And with the black hat, I was like, this is like. A, I wouldn't have been shocked if she had a veil. Like, if she had, like, one of those, like, you know, yeah. like, Ms. White from the Clue movie, like, yeah. veil. Like, it was very I would have been like, of course she would have. Yeah, yes, very noir. Yeah. Um, um, like. <laughs> next level, she puts her fucking gloved hand on the Bible. 
Yeah. Swears to tell the truth, the whole truth. Speaking of putting on the Bible, when Hannah opens on the Bible, I was like, this Bible could have exploded. Yeah, I was like, it, it will <laughs> catch on fire, I think. Yeah. Um, did you see that uh, Fuller said that he likes to think of Hannibal as the devil recently on Twitter? Because someone asked him about, like, oh, like, Hannibal's an Aquarius, so, like, what do you think, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And he's like, actually, I like to think of Hannibal as the devil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. he's Satan. He's, like, the devil. Um, speaking of courts, courts so he wears the amazing, ostentatious suit, jacket, tie um, when he goes. But then when he takes the stand, mm-hmm. he looks classic. Oh, yeah. Soft stripes, mm-hmm. red shirt, understated, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's he knows when he's wearing up. that yellow paisley tie. No, no, no. He wears the yellow, the blue. Oh, he wears the yellow paisley tie later. Um, yeah, whenever he goes to see Will again and brings him the crime scene Yes, photos. yes. That's when the yellow, when okay. Will is the metronome. He does the yellow right. paisley tie then. When, when he takes the stand, right, right, right. red tie, soft white stripes, soft white shirt stripes. Yeah. Very classic look, yeah. unassuming, yeah. very understated for Hannibal. Which makes sense. Taking the stand, you don't want to be ostentatious. Taking the stand, yeah, exactly. If you're trying to prove that you don't have any part of anything that someone is blaming you for, um, white is a good way to go. It sort of uh, implies innocence. That's what they say when you prepare to go to yeah, court. Interesting. Um, yeah, interesting. I was noticing oh, the prosecutor's Alana. necklace. Big necklaces. Yelana has a starfish necklace. I noticed that. Yes, and she's just wearing. Whenever she goes to see, when she's preparing and, and goes to see Will, oh, she's preparing for her testimony. Yeah, yikes! Um, no tights. Uh, I think knee-high boots, mm-hmm. red polka dot yeah, blouse, like a red blouse, and her stupid starfish shirt. necklace. And then the prosecutor's necklace. The prosecutor is like a a grayish, steely colored top mm. or dress mm-hmm. or suit or something. And then she has this like. Opal or some kind of like, oh, like a gem. big pop gem necklace okay. that like pops. Interesting. Big single stone. That has like a ring around of a gold or whatever that, yeah. that like caught my attention. Okay, right on. Yeah, right on. <laughs> I didn't. Cynthia Nixon wore a suit. Who cares? Yeah, a little gray. <laughs> right, exactly. G Man. Yeah, Cynthia Nixon was whatever. Um, right. Anything then, else? No. Yeah, we talked about Hannibal's gray suit, yellow paisley tie later on. Yeah, I mean, Hannibal's. I, I can't overstate it. I think this is what makes Hannibal's look with the stripes and I mean with the checkered and the tie the the, the, the gorgeous look one. make makes it so amazing by Chilton's horrible looking comparison. Because like when you're contrasting, when you're making bold pattern choices, it is so easy to fuck it all to pieces. Oh yeah. Like all of my suit, I have I, I have a black suit, I have a blue suit, and I have a gray suit. They're all solid color. Sure. Because yeah. that's the, you can't fuck with like. Can't fuck that up. Really. You can't fuck that up because then you can have them with shirts and tie, whatever. Uh, but when you're having a multicolored plaid suit, yep. you're starting from a big statement. Mm-hmm. Then you have this big pattern, you have this textured shirt and this, this big thing tie. Like you got it. It's all got to work together. Yeah, it has to, or else it's clunky and it looks muddy. Like the it way it looks crazy. On yes, exactly. It doesn't look good. Because Chilton's suit is kind of textured, too. It's like a, kind of like a textury, yeah. heather, like oh, something. Oh, and he also had his goddamn tie bar on, too. But I it, like a tie it, bar, but yes, it I, just I, didn't add anything. It's his signature. No, it's it, did, his, it yeah. didn't help, is what I, I guess what yeah, I'm trying to say. It did not thing. help. Because it's also not a, a just a solid sort of rectangle tie bar. It's yeah. like this weird, like... Yeah, like full, a gem or... Yeah. You know. 
Um, it had a gem on it. I don't think it, it did. might as well. It, have, it might as well have. <laughs> um, what, what was I going to say? Oh, Hannibal is never afraid afraid to play. I think this helps. He's not afraid to play with color. No. If he is going to be mixing patterns, he'll wear the like right the red suit and like the yellow tie or you know whatever it is. Um, whereas Chilton's always just like standard neutrals. And somehow it looks worse. Yes. When you start mixing patterns and you're just wearing like black, gray, white, like whatever, it always he always ends up fucking it up somehow. He wears some like corny ass striped shirt that looks like he got it from a sales rack off of I don't know where, well, but it looks. That's bad. a great point. There's no color. The like look at color palette. I mean, this show just color beautifully. Yeah. Children's color palette is gray, brown, right. and gray and brown. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just that's Chilton's color palette, black maybe, or like maybe navy blue. Right. But it's like the the drabbest color palette. Mm-hmm. So if that's your color palette, it's all about texture and pattern. His patterns suck. Yeah. But Hannibal knows how to use color so well. Yeah. Like when he's talking to Will earlier, when Will's like, I know there's no evidence against you, and you know, he's got this blue suit, mm-hmm. red pocket square, pop of Beautiful. red. It's gorgeous. Um, and like yeah, he knows how to use color so beautifully. Um, yeah, yeah, it just works so well. And yeah. Chilton looks crazy with his fucking cane, cane. <laughs> like a fucking try-hard pimp. Oh, I just love it. It's just it's so him. Like of course he uses a cane and like uses it as an ostentatious like accessory piece that he like flaunts at any moment. He could have well just said, "You're sitting in a chair." He could have well just set it next to him and like let it be. No, he's got a. Uh, rest it's his like hand it, on it's it. Like, it. It's like it's um, like restoration. Yeah, I was you say, know, like right, restoration. Exactly. Like right. that was a whole thing. We do restoration acting, where you're like you have the cane and you're sitting there like in a like third position with the yeah. cane out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's all uh, a penis envy thing. It's all a like yes. uh, a phallic uh, sort of metaphor. Oh yeah. Yeah. We even taught that name in restoration. Like this is a dick. You're this is your dick. <laughs> yeah. Hold it proud. Oh yeah. I loved the restoration I went with the cane. I loved holding the cane out and like walking with the cane. That that was fun. <laughs> oh, golly. Beauti- beautiful. Okay. Wow. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Great hit stuff. Hit us with that outro. Hit us hit it with that outro. We talked costumes and costumes won. We talked costumes and costumes won. <laughs> yeah. We fought the law. No, you know. beautiful. Yeah. You know, there aren't that many courthouse songs. Huh. Like I think I like that one. Like he's in the jailhouse now from like Old Brother Work now, but there yeah. aren't that many like good songs that like have like courthouse themes to it. And I already did Folsom um, Prison Blues once on yeah, the show. Yeah, I was gonna say Folsom Prison Blues, but yeah, that's yeah. And so I was trying to do like courthouse themes. So instead, I was like, now fuck it, Cook Chilton. So I said P I M P. Gosh, well, there's got to be some song about like guilt and innocence, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's that's a good point. Um, okie dokie. So, Freddie Lowndes. Freddie Lowndes is throwing some straight shit. She is just slinging lies. She, She's she like, Abigail so told me she was afraid that Will was going to eat him or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. What? She's like, in the shadow of her hat, she's like, oh, if only I could have helped her. Oh, no. It's like, Freddie, you were doing nothing but trying to... Use her story to sell as many books as possible, and like, yeah. like you know, you tried to warn her a bit, but like not enough, yeah. <laughs> not that hard. How uh, many times you've been um, sued for libel? Six, great. How many times you settled? Six, great. No, no, no further question. Yeah, that's that's all. That's, <laughs> that's all I need to know. She's like six, like pained, like yeah. He's uh, like, huh? Uh, uh, six. <laughs> uh, okay, great. 
Yeah, I love that. She just like shows up. And then it goes to Alana rehearsing. I, I, this is when I was like, I love this defense attorney. He's like, try it again. They're not going to be like, I love, he's like, it's really sweet. This whole cute little romance thing, it's really sweet. But she's going to eat this teenage puppy dog shit up. So you better snap out of it. And Will's like staring at the ground the whole time. No, he's like staring straight ahead. He looks like he is, he looks like he's in a coma. And yes. Just, and like his just he's dead fishing. eyes. Because later it's revealed during some other testimony that he's, uh, like, fishing the oh, whole time. I, th- I absolutely think he's fishing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fly fishing. Especially because she's like, I have no romantic interest in Will. It is a professional curiosity. And he's like, yeah. huh, nice. Well, she barely believes that. And, the, yeah, the prosecutor's like, okay, like, I like the I like professional curiosity, but, like, I don't believe you. Well, he said, like, um, unless, like, he's like, that angle works, unless it's you're lying. But I believed you. Okay. Yeah. Like, he's like, all right, that works. No, you're right. Because I was thinking, why does Will look like he is not here right now? Because he probably was fly fishing yeah. in his own mind. Or he was so embarrassed because they're talking about Alana's being forced to, like, renounce her possible romantic feelings for him in his presence. And yeah. it's, like, it's so uncomfortable and she's so pained to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after Alana... After Alana testifies, is that okay if we yeah. scoot on? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we just, like, get back to the lab briefly to discover that they're, like, trying to pin it on the bailiff. I wrote Zeller fist pump. Why did Zeller, why did the Z was like, fist pump? I guess because oh, they're like, we got his house. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it wasn't, it was, like, right at the end of the scene when they're like, oh, it's the bailiff. And he, like, tries to fist bump uh, Jack. And Jack's, like, not having it. And, and then and then Jack, like, your boy, I wish he, he didn't have a shotgun this time. I He's know. in the car, thankfully. I, right. Thank God. But I was like, Jack, that's not you. Get out there, you bitch. Go! Who's <laughs> sitting in his little Buick or whatever. He's usually front and center. And then you got the tripwire. So you have all four. It's like he knew it was tripwire. That's yeah. why he didn't want to be out there. Yeah, you, you have the draw, the ear, the antlers, and then the boom of the fire. Greatest hits. All four, Will yeah. Graham's greatest hits. Yep. Um, an arresting piece of theater. An arresting piece of theater. Um, yeah, that was quite disturbing. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was everything. That was... Um, yeah, Katz and JC are skeptical because of this, and Z and P aren't buying it. Well, yeah, because they're like, this was clearly just packaged here so that you all would find it, and... Mm-hmm. This is a copycat or whatever this is. Yeah, Will couldn't have done friend. this, whatever, no. yeah. Um, they're like, how come we didn't get more DNA damage? How come we didn't get a stool sample? We should have gotten a stool sample. I told you I should've... said we could. <laughs> I would have loved that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Shit in a bucket, Will. Well, here's... In a bucket. Surely it would have been a little bit more, a little more dignified than that. Um, oh, God. I'm going to get Chilto in court. Chilto in court. He, he, I, I go, he's crowing and feeling himself. I love that he goes, I have objectively examined Will Graham, <laughs> and he is guilty. I was like, you are the least objective person in maybe history. He's like, let me tell you guys, I have no prior history with this man. Yeah, I have no bias, um, no prejudice. He is in my hospital, and... Yeah, I'm taking very good care of him. Yeah, it's so self-serving. Yeah. He's just like crowing, just like, mmm. Yes, uh, he is guilty. Saving lives is just as arousing as ending them. Oh God, yeah. How 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 many times do you think he practiced that line in the mirror? Oh, he he. Oh yeah. He was like, do I do I, do I say arousing or do I say enticing? Arousing, arousing, arousing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sexual... Frederick, that that's better. Yeah, okay. Freddie, Freddie Chilto. And then the um, one of the lawyers goes. 
Is Will Graham an intelligent psychopath? And Chilton goes, there is not yet a name for what Will Graham is. Okay, honey. He's not like a (laughs) Mm. monster we found in a swamp. And he's in my collection. He's not like the monster from The Shape of Water. You don't know this. (laughs) There is a name. He's a fish man. He's an empath. And I don't know. That's about it. He's just a really empath person, empathic uh, on the spectrum. Okay. So. We see the metronome again in this next scene. I know. I was like, wait, the pendulum is back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's back. Um, We we talked about that last episode about not seeing it for a little bit. It was not their last episode. It's interesting. Hannibal giving Will the picture saying, what do you see? This is, I feel like this is definitely a first. Because Jack, I guess, can't do it. And I guess Will is like, what do we got? Hannibal's like, what do we got? It's interesting of Hannibal bringing the crime scene photos. Yeah, to him. Well, because, well, this is very purposeful. I mean, he he wants to kick off the conversation of, um, basically the whole underlying message of the conversation mm-hmm. is, hey, um, all the evidence is pointing towards this other guy. Yeah. Um, maybe... You want to run with that a little bit. Yeah, it's also this other guy is not me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guess what, Will? Some 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 smoke in your it's all me yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because I almost thought it was him saying, um, "Listen, it's me. I have a feeling you know it's me, but let we need to get you out of here. That's There's true. no fucking way I'm going to take credit for this. I'm pinning it on this other guy. Yeah, get on board. Yeah. Yeah, get well, on board. Yeah. Well, definitely him saying, yeah, we know it's not you. Um, yeah, because Will's let's like, get oh, the but it's a lie. And he's like, yeah, but who the fuck? This would get you out. All the yeah. evidence is pointing towards this. I've pretty much set this up mm-hmm. like a gift. Don't let this the poem FBI. go to waste. Yeah, don't let the yeah, don't let his love go to waste. Um, man. I, I thought that was pretty smart because you see it like dawn on well where he's like, oh, like he wants me to just say it was this guy to get out. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, yeah. Hmm. That reveal of him taking the stand is amazing. I yeah. wish, I wish the like, I wish, I, I, I almost wanted it to be like the Saturday Night Fever music. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have, but like I love this like. Like they're doing the scene, and Lana's like, "This is stupid. You can't use this defense again." And the defense attorney's like, "I like it. Let's go for it. Let's let's move this over. Yeah. Let's go over this thing. Let's go over this defense." Um, and and Lana's like, "Who will be taking the stand in defense in replace of me?" Cut to doors open. Yeah. And I would have like, bam, 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 bam. Hannibal just like walks in. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was so ceremonial and and, and beautiful. Um, and yeah, he stands there and he puts his hand on the Bible. And of course, Will for a second sees the Wendigo yeah. in a suit, which like Crazy. sort of made me laugh. I was like, this looks so goofy. I wanted to know what that looked like on set. Just like yeah, yeah. The, 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 the costuming, awesome. like with like the, the makeup with the yeah. suit. And now we have the greatest Law & Order line ever. Oh, yeah, what's that? I'll allow it. <laughs> I know. I was, I, I was thinking, Judge, you really, why would you allow this? <laughs> I was thinking, like, that's an actually, like, whatever it was that they objected to. I was like, yeah, that, oh, it was like hearsay or something like that. And Judge was like, I'll allow. I was like, why would you allow hearsay? But watch yourself. And that's like that John Lennie bit. The judge who allows everything. It allows everything. But, but then the judge then it. immediately reverses course. Oh, yeah, yeah. The judge is Never like, mind. I'll allow this. And then bam, bam, bam. And then, oop, this defense is inadmissible. Sorry. 
How that shit don't that work. Was. Oh, it's crazy. The Wendigo in a suit looks well, so Well, what's crazy is because, like, there's no neck. Like, the Wendigo's neck, I want, yeah, I get, like, it's this, yeah, I wonder if it's, like, a hat that he's wearing or if it's CGI <laughs> or, like, how much is practical? I want to know. Nerds, <laughs> let us know. How much of that is practical? Oh. How much of that is um, CGI? It's CGI, right. Okay. All right. Um, but, 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 but. So yeah, okay. So they're so the lawyer's talking. He's trying to build this defense against the bailiff, right? And the judge ends up scrapping it and saying, mm-hmm. "Yeah, stri- stri- you know, strike this defense. Like every basically everything that Hannibal said, like strike it." Are you okay? Sorry, I got distracted by a thing. <laughs> okay, I can't Sorry. have this conversation alone. Sorry, I got distracted by a thing. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense doesn't fucking work. Yeah, it doesn't work. He's like, strike everything, uh, everyone go home. And I loved this, like, tour of after court, yes. like, where everyone was and, like, everyone just being, like, sort of glum. I wanted, like, everybody has Yeah, that's exactly sometime. what I was thinking. I was like, it feels like a rom-com, like, after the couples hit rock bottom yes. and they're, like, just checking in on all the friends and the couple and see where everyone is. Yeah. Especially because literally the middle one is Hanny brooding and then it cuts to the empty chair. Like, yeah. this is literally a rom-com. Yeah. Jack is boozing, looking at a picture yeah. of... What's the oh, what it's is, the crime scene? Of the crime scene, the stack, but like yeah. I literally just looking at like a picture of Will just like boozing, and then it cuts to Hannibal like sitting there, sitting just like alone. staring off, looking at a picture, and then Will just like sitting with his knees up with his Velcro shoes. <laughs> yeah, his cute little Velcro shoes, which which you have to have in a prison. So yeah, you don't kill I thought yourself. that too. Yeah, but I was like, cute little New Balance Velcro. <laughs> But that's what it felt like. It was like, yeah, everybody has like checking in on everybody, seeing where everybody is. Um, and then, and then, yeah, we cut to the janitor who's just buffing the floors yeah. like you like you do, and then uh, surprise! Ah, the judge! The judge is Justice is up. blind, but also mindless and heartless. That's right. Oh man, the just the message there is just stinging. <laughs> and a little, uh, a little too transparent. I'd Jesus say. Christ! Like right there in your face. Holy shit! Yeah, he took out. He cut up in his head. Took out his brain. Put it on one side of the scales, and then shot him in the heart. Took out his heart, and then put it on the other side of the scales. Yeah. Were oh. the eyeballs taken out, or were he just like poked in the eyes and wrapped around the eyes? We don't know. Oh, the eyeballs. yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. The Craziness. eyeballs were definitely covered. Yeah, and Cynthia Nixon shook as fuck. Sorry, Kate Prunell. Prunell is shock, shook as fuck. She's like Jesus, Jack. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like. <"Bruh." laughs> She's like, the circus gets crazier. And he's like, yeah, and where are the clowns? Which means like, send in the clowns. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, and it's like, oh, the killer wanted a mistrial. Like, they wanted, they couldn't get well off. They wanted to, you know, have him start all over. Yeah. Then yeah. she's like, get it That'll the fuck it. together. Which yeah. I couldn't figure out if she's like, get it the fuck together. And he's like, you're right. I'm sorry. Will is guilty. I'm now back to normal or mm. what? Because it's, mm. it, it, it almost seemed like she was like, you're back to normal now, Jack? Yeah, you can't, can't you see? Get like, your head on straight Get now. your head on straight. I can, Yeah, that's that's more than likely. Especially considering she speaks for the FBI and all of their best yeah. interests. She was probably like, all right, if we're going to start this fucking shit over again, get your mind right and know who you're representing. Mm-hmm. And next time you get up on that stand, like, you better don't pull that shit you did yeah. last time, you loon. Ugh. <laughs> you better shape up. Cause I need a man 
Let my FBI bone dead on you. Dead on self. Dead on. People gonna get killed. Dead on that. <laughs> is amazing. It is. It is. That is a correct statement. Okay, thank you. It <laughs> is. It, yes, Greece is amazing. <laughs> that is a fact. That is a fact. I was never in Greece. We never did it. But yeah, it is a great... Were you ever in Greece? Uh, I choreographed it for our wow. college uh, musical theater group. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Killing it. a soft spot. Okay. I don't remember really what happened after that. There was like some chit chat and there's a weird like Raven Stag hallucination oh, moment right, where he gets right. out and he sees the Raven Stag and then and he's does. like Will and then he like gestures him back, um, and then yeah, Will, Will sees the Raven Stag in the in the hospital because he imagines yes. that the doors open and yes. then he sees Hannibal there and Hannibal's sort of gesturing to him like you can leave now. Sort yes, of thing. and then he goes the killer. This killer wants to know me and Alana wants to save you. Who mm. says these things, Hannibal? To Will? Hmm. I can't remember who Will's talking to. The, the, this killer wants to know me. Alana wants to save you. Um, yeah, maybe he's talking to... To Alana, him. maybe. Because the end, the, the very last scene is he and Alana, like, holding hands. Oh, right. And it's, like, very sweet. I, like, blacked out And she's, like, worried for him. Because it's, like, a mistrial. And we're back to square one. And she's, like, worried. Yeah. I, I My brain shut off during the last two minutes of this episode, I think. Yeah. Okay, I don't know who he was saying that to. Probably Alana. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it, it ends with them holding hands in the visiting room. Okay. And there's like, Ugh. oh, Will, get oh, over no. it, Alana. She's like, I hope this could provide some closure for you. That that's the very final scene. She's like, I hope this could provide some closure for you for your healing process. Oh, girl. And now we gotta start all over again. Girl, run. Just go. Just go already. She's 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 in it. She's in it too deep. She got her heart all twisted up in it. She's in too deep. And to quote some 41 too deep. What are you singing? I'm singing that, yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, but that, I'm, I'm just drawing so many out cold parallels. In too deep, out cold song. So it makes no difference, which is an out cold. She's an out cold. Boom. Crushed it. Boom. <laughs> the degrees of separation have been confirmed. Which is based on Casablanca, which has a listra. <laughs> God. All right. Well, which has Ingrid Berman, who's from Scandinavia, which is where Miss Mickelson is from. Killer, back to back to square one. Wow, we came full circle. Okay, to tell me your your rating. So, so I love this, this episode. Boy. I found this episode to be fun. I mean, I love the kind of Law and Order vibe of it. It was fun to get Chilton into a scene. You get a cameo of Freddie for some reason. She's in. <laughs> I love the lawyer. I love the. I love the dead bodies. Like that was fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I love all of this bits. Um, I love the co- the costumes were like the, the the suit were amazing. I, I love all this stuff. And yeah. from a character perspective, there were some interesting progressions, some interesting relationships that were being developed. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine point two five out of ten. Nine point two five Velcro shoes. Mm. And what's bringing it down from a ten is two are two things. One, no cooking scenes. Come on, mm. I mm. want food in this show. Like that to me is like that yeah. is foundation. Like I said last week, foundational Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. Second is, we get an ending, like I said, for Law and Order, but I'm annoyed because I feel like we're now we're back to square one. I know we're not because now Will knows that Hannibal's guilty and we're kind of in this position where there's a new killer and there's a new kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But in a way, there's been no real change in people believing that Will is innocent mm-hmm. because immediately when the fact that it was revealed that this guy shot and the the other person they were mutilated mm. boom bang bang boom different person different killer like that oh. was the big nail when, when he says this fence is inadmissible the prosecutor oh. was like Dr. Lecter how is this person how is this person being murdered he's like 
They, they were shot. And Howard, Georgia Madison, you know, never murdered, m- mutilated. Great. And, like, oh. totally different MOs. And so, like, it, it the, the, the defense like, fell through. Yeah. So now we're back to, like, I guess we think Will's guilty of these murders, and now there's a copycat. So now we're kind of back to, like, I want to save you, Will. Did you do it after all? What's going on? Yeah. Now, I can't remember what happens next episode to kind of clear that up, but at least right now I'm kind of unsatisfied with, like, okay, we had all this build up, and now yeah. we're back. At least it was a mistrial, so at least he's not he found guilty, but yeah. ugh, now we're kind of back to where we started. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of unsatisfying in a sense of the, the arc of the episode. Okay. I get that. But as an episode, I loved it. I mean, yeah, yeah. So many different elements of it were fun. Oh yeah, great fun. No, I agree. I, I mean, obviously, the shining star for me in this was that the goddamn star who you was was that goddamn suit that Hannibal wore. Um, oh my god, shining bright to see. So there was a lot of that going on for me. Um, right, no eating scenes, but I really loved the. Um, the FBI raid that went bad. Yeah. Um, the yeah, I loved the like Law and Order esque feeling of yes. it. Um, uh, Chilton for for what it was worth. I mean, he really did it for me. That was fun. Um, so I'm I'm giving it nine, nine out of ten. Nine pimp canes. Nice. Um, and I'm just as you were talking, I'm just now realizing that I am remembering who did. The yeah. kill. Who did yeah. the other, the murder that we see in we the We referenced the in an earlier episode because it's the order. I mean, it's not a spoiler. If you're, well, if you haven't if, seen but if you're, people who if it's haven't an hour, seen it. Okay, if it's an hour forwarding into this episode of this show, I'm assuming you've watched all of Hannibal. I don't know. Okay. I don't I don't want to say. I don't want to say. We had a, I know, there, there I know a someone who is, who is earlier, watching along. Okay. There was a character from an earlier episode when I said, isn't that person significant? And you were like, yeah, he is. And I was like, okay, we'll keep an eye on no, that character. I know. And They're it's that person. I know. Okay, whatever. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> so anyway. Listen that's to that episode saying. and connect the dots, everybody. God damn. All right. Well, so yeah, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. Um, M. Canes. M. Canes. Do you think he has multiple canes? Absolutely. Hands down. Like like Alan Grant from... uh has gold Alan one, Grant, silver like, one... Uh, like Richard Attenborough from, from, uh, from Jurassic Park with like the amber and the mosquito in it. He has oh, one of yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Why wouldn't he? Uh, he's, it's like he's just so pretentious like that. Like Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. All right. Follow us on Twitter, please. Um, at SButchersPod. Our website is theethicalbutchers.com. And email us at ethicalbutcherspodcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line. We'll drop you one right back. This was recorded and produced by us, the Butchers, Melina, and Jack. Our theme music is by Sean Hills, and our logo design is by John Larson. Y'all, have a really, really great week and two weeks and month and year in life. Take care of yourselves. Do it. Just just think of others. Take care of yourselves. We're thinking of you. Yeah. Be easy, everybody. Take care.